Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Welcome back. You know, it's always a refresher uh, to be able to get with you, Kenya, and you, you, I feel like uh, I'm in a hallelujah, amen corner from the last session or the last podcast that we did on leadership. Yes, and, it and feels being so good. Aligned. Yes. So one of the things that I think pops up is often that we can talk about things and, and how it works, and it sounds really good, um, but like a therapist, we have different tools. We can Mm -hmm. use narrative therapy, which we help spin the negative into more of a positive way of thinking about things. We have cognitive behavioral therapy that tops Mm -hmm. into the cognitive side. We have the emotional focus therapy, but when it comes to my style of therapy, I like doing the eclectic style of not just focusing on one tool, but focusing on the many tools that I have and as meeting many the clients where they're needed. Sure. Right. So let's uh, let's take off on that segue right there um, and talk about what are some tools that we can use as far as in our, our alignment that we talked about last week. Beautiful. So write this down. Tattoo in your arm. I go first. I go first. Is the number one rule of leadership and is the number one rule of spiritual, mental, physical alignment. I go first. You don't align from the outside. You lead yourself. That means the first thing in the morning, if you're used to wake up at six and get yourself ready and get the kids ready, assuming you have kids, now you wake up at 530 I go first. I go first. You breathe into your truth. You 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 bathe. You, this is the one-on-one of reprogramming, rewiring, recoding your brain. What truths are you telling yourself? People call it affirmations. You can call it affirmations. I don't really call it affirmations. I call it my rant of truth. My rant of truth. What's your rant of truth? If you don't have it, write it down. What are you telling yourself first thing in the morning? Let's write at least one sentence in your mirror. I said 5.30, give yourself 30 minutes, but truly, if you give yourself five, you're still going first. Okay, anybody, what if I wake up late and then I didn't do me in the morning? Then you notice and you take a longer pee I did say pee. You close the door of the kids out of the bathroom and you take a few breaths and you reset. You can always reset. I go first. Mm. If you're spinning throughout the day, remember the sentence. I go first. Because if you You allow yourself to be drawn by what's outside is being created, the anger, the frustration. If you allow yourself to be sucked in, you're not in your leadership. You're not in your alignment. Now you're with them. You're literally, they sucked your energy out of you 
you are in reaction versus respond from a line. I kind of like what you said there because I put that the I get the scenario in my brain of riding in an airplane and the immediate reaction when the mask falls is panic. Exactly. Because we don't understand what's happening. But the there's guidance in the beginning before takeoff that says, mm-hmm. reminder, take the mask and what? Put it on yourself first. First. So when when I think about that in, in alignment there, it becomes difficult. Uh, it, it seems difficult, I would should I, I should say, because we talk about this alignment, putting ourselves first, but there is a pull from society that you're not good enough because of this. You need to do this. So I okay. hear women sometimes so, being pulled a different direction. So Steve, this is why you go in your rant of truth. Because the voices in your head, unless you grew up in paradise and your mother was perfect and she came from a perfect mother, seven generations down, you will have voices that are pulling you. What if, what if, what if? And some of those voices are not necessarily bad. They're protection. They come, you know, because, because, because ego shows up, fear shows up, not because you're not enough. It's to protect, it's survival. Ooh, it's dangerous. Stop. It's new. It's uncertain. Well, let me tell you, if you want 2024 to blossom, it will feel uncertain because it's going to be new. You're going to step into to new territory. You're going to be. So what is the rant? Let's design. Did you go to my website over there when we talk about it yesterday? and you listen to the alignment workshop, please listen, because that's what I'm talking about. Write it down. What are what are the things that you're designing more of? I like I to am- interject something here. Yes. Because we talked about being able to go into ourselves, and we're talking about tools for alignment. And I've been working on this perception. And when I, when I hear guard your heart, a lot of people immediately tell me that's putting walls up or boundaries to self-protect. Yeah. But I toying around with this idea, because I'm I'm putting this in, into uh, areas that, that apply. When I think of guard, I don't think about putting walls up as a fortress to protect. When I think about a guard, I think about a guard that is in prison. Prison filters what goes in and what goes out. And I think of prisoners as our thoughts sometimes. The guard is there to protect what comes in and what goes out. It also observes the behavior and monitors what happens on the inside. So think of a guard walking in your brain, observing and watching the thoughts that are there filtering what comes in and out. To me, that's a tool uh, of trying to align yourself. What what do you think about that? I want the listeners to check your frequency, like check in your body. Does, does Does your body agree? Does it feel true what Steve said? Because words have meaning. Words have frequencies. When you think guard, do you think guard, positive or do you feel closed if you feel tension and restriction that's not your word it might be vigilant 
It means exactly the same thing, but what it means for you. How does it land in your years? Because some words means something different in my body because English is not my first language. So how does it feel when you say be vigilant? A, a word that I like it better Steve, is awareness. I always have an umbrella of awareness. I have developed, and every day that umbrella of awareness gets bigger because I want to make sure that my energy is always clear. And I did say always, and it's a big statement because it doesn't happen always, but my intention is that if I feel negative feelings coming in, negative thoughts, if I feel my heart start closing and me start living in the past, because let me tell you, for me, Kenya, my heart start closing when I get embedded into stories of the past. Oh, there we go. In the moment, I'm not in my breath. I'm in the past. I'm running a past programming. My body now is feels tension, it feels closed. So the alignment really comes from, is the energy flowing in my body? When I say be vigilant, does it feel more open? Or when I feel guarded, do I feel more protected? Now I can be more open. Open. You know, I think of a mind like a parachute. It only functions appropriately when it becomes open. There we go. And it's the tools. What what tools? And sometimes they, it it's like triggers. We I, I still have triggers. And I think when we talked off mic, I heard you say you have triggers. It's it's is it a major trigger as it once was? Or is it just a small little rattle that kind of annoys you sometimes? Oh gosh, I love this so much. There is the entire spectrum of the rainbow. The things that are still red that really triggers is information. The, the way I receive it is information. Ooh, this part of here, it's asking for more love, Kenya. It's asking to be accepted. It's asked to be seen. The, the, the parts that are just pinkish, very light. It's just a little red. <laughs> I have grown into accepting. I have grown into not allowing my energy to be sucked into somebody else's perception of me, somebody's perception of the event, somebody's perception of the relationship. Okay, so let me give you a, a beautiful example. A, a client of mine, she's amazing, by the way. Um, she just had a getaway with her husband. And I was like, oh, Kenya, I cannot tell you. It has been, I don't even know how many years, maybe seven or eight that we don't go for four days by ourselves. That was amazing. And she said, and when we are in this neutral environment, what, what I found is I'm a different person and he's a different person because there's no triggers. There's no to-dos. We're in a beautiful place. We're by the beach. He's relaxed. I'm relaxed. Our nervous system are just in the moment. We're present. It feels great. So I had this idea and she shared with me so proud. And I was really proud of her too. She said, I asked him, what is your experience of me? Can you write it down? How do you perceive me? And I would mm. do the same. And it was so empowering. She had tears in her eyes when she was sharing this with me. She's like, Can I, 
the way that he perceived me in writing was was so enlightening. It, it was magnificent. And it was the most powerful thing, most powerful exercise I've done in my marriage and actually came from within. It came from her own alignment. It was not my homework for her. It was none of this. It was her own alignment. When both of them were relaxed, God just winkled that, that, that idea. And I'm sharing this because how different would it be, Steve, if in the middle of a fight, she would say, I tell you what, you go first. You tell me how you experience me. And in her mind, she's thinking, I can't wait for my turn because I have some words to say about how I'm experiencing you. So the frequency dictates how the information get passed out and translated because her frequency was curiosity and connection. The reason that she asked her husband to say, please tell me how you experienced me is to create more connection. It was not for her to have her turn, for her to have her way so she can tell him how she experienced him because she has some thoughts about that. So the environment and the frequency that you're establishing in the truth of the moment creates the intention behind the intention. She wants connection. She got not just connection, but she received so much love. Mm. So my invitation for you that's listening, what are the tools? The tools is be in your sacral alignment, sacred alignment. So you are clean channel for those defiance downloads that it's not just Kenya that will say or Steve would say in the sessions, but you are clean channel for God himself to tell you what would be your best being of today? How can you create the connection that you crave, the healing that you crave? And it starts... I'm telling you right now, it starts by full acceptance of self. The mirror exercise, it's the greatest tool that my clients and me have done. Where you look yourself in the mirror in the morning and just flood yourself with truth and see everything that's right in your face. Love every wrinkle. And establish, establish a desire. You know, today would be great to just be in joy in gratitude. Today will be great to, you know, all those phone calls that I get to do, I will show up hydrated and open. You know, when, when I think about alignment in a car and how they use special tools to make that tire go into an alignment, mm -hmm. another tool that I'm thinking about with alignment is what you just said, gratitude. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is is the ability to be able to uh, fill in the potholes of life, so to speak, so yes. that you can be able to smooth ride, uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's not going to be smooth, but being able to have a gratitude as a tool in alignment can help you to have a, um, a smoother ride when it comes to confrontation. Are we going to be yelling or can we maintain a soft, gentle, calm voice to be able to put some type of calmness in the air? And as they breathe in that calmness, that person begins to settle down. I love this so much, Steve, because, you know, you go through Thanksgiving, it's 
pop culture is in, especially in America, is in gratitude mode because it's Thanksgiving. And I tell you what, 10 people out of 10, we feel that we have space for more. Yes or yes. More love, more abundance, more connection, more impact, more of me, more blossoming, more light. But let me tell you how we receive and hold, which is two different things, because you can receive and leak through your fingers. How can you receive and hold is how well you take care and acknowledge what you have already been given. Mm. And nothing does that better than pointing it out, everything that is right in your life, in this breath. So when you're spinning, when you're spinning, go to the bathroom, close the door. Mm. And you know, some research has shown that the breathing of at least 15 minutes, closing your eyes, no music, no nothing, and focusing on the breathing, it shifts the brain. It, it helps the synapses to recreate because it's meditation of three seconds in through your nose and six seconds out through your mouth. Is that meditation focusing on the breath that brings about that calmness. And that's another tool to use. In alignment. Listen, listen, this is why I said 30 minutes in, in mm. the beginning of this 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 podcast. Because if you do wake up at 5:30 instead of six, that 30 minutes, you flood yourself with oxygen. And yes, exercise is a big part of it, but it's it's mostly breathing. Because some people are actually doing exercise and not breathing in and out in a way that it flows and is creating more more acidity than than actually allowing your body to really be full of oxygen and keep and 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 go through every cell of your body so you do that for 15 minutes what steve just said first thing in the morning and there's techniques for that Mm -hmm. right i i I like the military breathing because it's really easy to remember i want you to remember one two three, four, like four military in for four, hold for four, exhale for four, reset for four. Can you remember that? In for four, hold for four, exhale for four, reset. You do that. You be in your breath. You are in your body now. If you're in a body, you're present. Now you're in creation. You journal for five minutes. First thing in the morning without checking your phone. By the way, you never checked your phone. Do not check your phone. Do not check your phone your first 30 minutes of the day. Why? Because as soon as you see your phone and you see the alerts and the dings, your energy that would be your prime creation energy from the morning now is down through social media or answering messages. And nothing is urgent that needs your attention the first 30 minutes of your day. Nothing. This is creation, guys. This is alignment. Listening to God, going to prayer meditation, listening to your 
listen to your fulfillment, call it in fulfillment. You know, I'm changing my name, Steve, for fulfillment coach. Mm. How was the difference? Intention. Hey, because yeah. everything I am, what is the why to create fulfillment? Happen in episode, people think that fulfillment is unattainable. True, if you believe that it will be unattainable. But if you say it is attainable, that I can create heaven on earth, then it is so. Why do we need to be happy just when we get to heaven? No. This is not supposed to be a modern way of living. I say you are you are able and ready to be in fulfillment, happiness, joy, bliss today in every breath, but only if you believe. There to be something different for you and when, for your family. When you say believe, I think of the, the Peter Pan. If you believe, clap your hands for Tinkerbell to come back alive, right? Believe. How do we do that for ourselves to believe when we feel downtrodden at times? You literally play. Mm. My tool for you is go to play. Because if you try to believe micromanaging your brain, then you get heady and out of your heart. So what would be a trigger to come back to lightness? Do we say that a lot, right? Light and darkness. That would be a great podcast, by the way. Light and darkness, light and darkness. What if light is not just light as in the sun is light, the day is light, but not heavy? Light mm. means not heavy. So right. if it feels heavy, if you're trying so hard, you're not in alignment. That is your cue that the car is like. Eh. And I want to play on a word. L-I-G-H-T. Light. It's not heavy. But when you say dark, D-A-R-K, that becomes heavy because you cannot see. So when you're light load and light yeah. to see. Yeah. It's easy to manage. And, and in frequency, I promise we'll talk about this later, but I just want to give another seed. In the world of frequencies, when something is light, has higher consciousness, it's vibrating very fast. Love vibrates fast. Like your heart, doesn't your heart just kind of pump out excitement? Like your, your cells, your frequencies vibrate super fast. The speed of light, you hear that a lot. So light has a lot of speed. Darkness, apathy, anger, fear, it vibrates low. It's heavy. It's dark. So it's all one. The oneness that you hear about is not woo. It's all it, mind, body, and spirit. My kids say, oh, this doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. And I'm like, whoops, stop. If you say it doesn't matter, it doesn't materialize. It doesn't actually get to matter. I want this to matter. You matter. Your desires matter. Your voice matter. So please don't say, that doesn't matter, man. Right. Our words is our tool of creation. Our I thoughts like what you are said. our tools of creation. This is the tool, listeners. 
That's why you flood yourself with your truth. You, you get to design your truth. Well, what did your grandmother whisper in your ear that felt so good? Write that down. You get to whisper in your own ear if she's passed. And yes, I'm speaking about me. She's passed. She would tell me the sweetest little nothings. And she's not here, but I, I can still tell those things. Because you know, we got about three or four minutes left, Kenya. And you just brought it, lightened up my life here. Because when you said, what did your grandmother think? And immediately, hmm. I was the grandson that would call her every week. How are you doing? What's Aww. going on? And just to 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 just talk about what she's been doing, how she's been doing, enlightened her about the whether I was in college or military, kind of share that life. And at the end of the call, mm. she would say, Thank you for the flowers of today. Oh. And that has resonated with me ever since mm. that when I leave a phone call. Yes. That is the flowers of today, because what she was equating to is that when a man stops somewhere or a woman stops somewhere, picks up some flowers along the way, Wow! it's because you're thinking of them in that moment. So Steve, stay right there. I see you emotional. This is so precious. I, I want to reflect back with your permission, how the flowers was for everyone. It was for her, but it was also for you. And now you gave me this gift of this vision into every listener. So listeners, when you give flowers, you're giving to everyone. This is the consciousness that we're talking about here. The, the unconditional love that God embedded in our DNA. When you get out of yourselves and you just give out of generosity, and you're grateful out loud and you create more of the frequency that is true alignment. And it costs nothing and it takes a minute. So we just get to practice that because it's free. Right. It's free. And when we are able to focus, as you said in the beginning of the podcast, yourself first it's not about being selfish because in spirituality a lot of faith-based people faith-based people will say well wait a minute we're not supposed to be first but i want to challenge that because when i look at faith-based spirituality you know it, it's about taking that cell phone and plugging it in it's getting that recharge and how often does the bible talk about jesus going up into the mountain to pray he was still yeah. about the people, this is but he the needed biggest, to recharge. This is the biggest lie of religion. Mm. Yes. That take care of self is selfish. There's nothing that creates out of Kenya if Ken is not charged up. There's nothing that creates out of Steve. Steve, you're creating massive chains in your life. I remember you telling me the end of last year, how much you created with your doctor. I mean, how can you pour into others if you're depleted? Seriously. Mm -hmm. And if you do pour into others, what's the frequency of the pouring? Is that resentful? Is that worry? Is that fast? Well, I got to get this done because da -da 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 -da. it's frantic. Please listen to what Steve just said. Say it again, Steve. It's getting that recharge. We have got to charge up. Until next time, be true to yourself. 
Yes. And that's all we're going to say. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind. Thank you.